Hey everybody, it's Ellie May, third episode of Don't Tread on May. I don't have intro music yet, I'm so sorry. It's coming, it's coming. Um, But I just wanted to say again, just reiterate that this is a casual podcast. I have zero expectations for it, which means I always exceed expectations. Isn't that a great system I have? Um, No, but really, I just wanted to do a very laid back thing so that it was manageable. I wanted to keep producing content and I couldn't keep up with video editing and all of that. And this way I can, you know, just sit and chill. I don't have to worry about lighting or cameras or any of that. You know, it's just, it gets to be too much. So I wanted it to be as easy as possible. So (laughs) if you're coming to me with unsolicited advice, probably not going to take it because that's kind of the point of this. It's just unpolished. You know, I pronounce things wrong. It's just, it's kind of a mess and that's how it is. And if you like it, cool. If you don't, don't tell me. Uh, don't tell me like to fix it because it's not going to be fixed right now. <laughs> and you know, all the time I ask people for their advice. I ask what they want to see. I ask um, what they want to hear about. But right now, that isn't the point. And I will ask you in the future once I polish this thing thing up, if I ever do, um, I will ask, but not, not now. So just let you know, cause I always have people who are like, and their intentions are great. They're like, Oh, you should do this or you shouldn't have this or, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, that no, no, not right now. So I'm trying to manage and uh, don't make it unmanageable. Okay. So I was thinking, and by the way, this is going to be a follow-up to episode two a little bit. I'm going to go over some of Ted Cruz's, uh, tweets in response to the angry socialist. Cause it's pretty funny. Um, again, whoever does his social media is killing it. So I was thinking though, um, what, what is the point of doing a podcast? Like, what is the point? What, I mean, and especially for me, like I'm doing it for free. What is the point? Well, to me, you know, the left is so freaking loud and, and they, they are constantly producing content. You know, they have all of Hollywood and the media and all these things. And it, it makes us kind of feel like a little ant, especially so many conservatives. They're busy working. They don't, they're like, oh, it'll take care of itself. You know, it's going to be fine. You know, we're, we're the silent majority. Well, that's true. But there's going to be a point when it's, when, you know, that silence is going to be concerning and people are going to not feel like they have anyone backing them up or, you know, there is strength in numbers. So I'm producing content to let everyone know that, you know, conservatives, libertarians, Republicans, they're out here. Um, you know, we, we can't be this quiet little ant anymore. And I'm not saying we, we're actually doing quite better, especially with Trump kind of emboldening, um, people to feel confident in, um, stuff. So, yeah, so that's why I do it. And it's just, it's fun to be, to be honest. It's just a fun thing to do. Um, when you feel inspired or whatever, it's fun to talk about it. So, yeah, we're all here for each other. We're all in this together. And, uh, you know, the more you can produce, the better. So hopefully if, you, if any of you are feeling inspired to produce anything or to, um, you know, make a podcast yourself, do it. Just do it. Make your dreams come true. Which I love. Okay. Some people aren't going to get that. So, <laughs> um. Again, I was going to do the follow-up on episode two uh, with Ted Cruz's tweets. I'll, I'll do that. But first, I mentioned in last episode that um, I had a video called, like, Stuff Republicans Say. And so I actually found it. I want to play it for you. And I listen, guys, I'm not being, like, mean. It's supposed to be funny. So many Republicans got mad at me for this video. It's funny. Like, laugh at yourself. It's actually very important to laugh at yourself and beat the left to the punch. Because when you point out your own flaws, you know, they have no ammo. 
my mom and I call it the eight mile because at the end of eight mile, Eminem, he points out everything that could possibly be made fun of in a rap battle before his opponent. And he won the rap battle because he took out all the steam. He made fun of himself, basically. And it's awesome. And it t- it's healthy and it's it's shows strength and it also shows, you know, you're being clever and whatever. Okay, so here is the stuff Republicans say. Um, I hope you all have a sense of humor, more of a sense of humor than our friend Nick Kapoor, the socialist mad about Monopoly. Okay, hold on. There we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Stuff conservatives say. Ready? Go. I can't get anything done. Facebook is still shadow banning me. Taxation is theft. We are seeing record low unemployment and a soaring economy. Is it made in America? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Once you get used to Mark Levin yelling, he's great. Did you hear Rush this morning? Are you going to CPAC this year? Work hard, play hard. Oh yeah, I used to listen to Hannity every day. I feel like every Sunday... I wake up craving Chick-fil-A. I just put on my Don't Tread On Me sticker on my Ford pickup. It looks pretty good. Until it gets damaged by the sun again, I'll buy another one on Amazon. Oh, no. I do not go to Starbucks. Mega! No commie from Russia told me who to vote for, okay? I voted for Donald Trump because I wanted to vote for Donald Trump. Brexit is the best thing the UK ever did. Oh, Ron Swanson is definitely my favorite character. (laughs) You want to go to the gun range? Does anyone even watch The View? Yeah, I chose the red pill. It's 40 chess, I'm telling you. If I had a dollar for every time Hillary lied, I would be more wealthy than her. Of course I love America. We're back-to-back World War champs. The mainstream media. Did you see that clip of Sarah Huckabee Sanders shutting down that CNN reporter? I just have one question. Team Ben or Team Milo? I would either move to Texas or Florida because there's no income tax. I don't care if California secedes. They can go. Bye. Got George Soros. I named my golden retriever Reagan. I just bought a MyPillow. It's it's great. The deep state is real. Did you see what Q said? I think I've probably said all of those things. I know mm-hmm. I see like- Yep, I have said all those things. Still say all of, all those things because they're true and hilarious and amazing and funny and I'm hilarious. Just kidding. Okay, so have you have any of you said those things? I'm pretty sure we all have. You know, we all start developing a language of you know these talking points and all that, um, which actually that stuff is annoying sometimes in the media because it's just like I think it was Hannity who <laughs> he played a, he played a montage of. Um, all these politicians one week the thing that they were going to say was so-and-so is kicking the can down the road he's kicking the can down the road it was this montage oh he's kicking the can down the road he's kicking the can down it was just hilarious so it's it's funny it's weird okay so let's go to these ted cruz tweets and then maybe i will finally tell you about how i'm an expert travel agent which i'm actually not I'm very sarcastic also. Um, so Ted Cruz. Okay, so he's responding to our friend Nick Kapoor, the angry socialist. And um, so let me remind you, Nick said, I bought a copy of Hasbro's mean-spirited and woefully ill-informed Monopoly Socialism board game so that you don't have to. A thread. All right. So uh, Ted Cruz responded. And there's a typo in this tweet, Ted. I expect more from your amazing social media staff. Wow. Why do lefty academics so fear pointing out the manifest failures of socialism? Question mark. And now, now Ted Cruz is creating his own monopoly games. And so here, here we go with the first one. We could do the Venezuela edition. Start out in 1950 with the fourth highest GDP per capita in the world. 
and starving in the street with massive shortages of food and medicine. <laughs> Next tweet. We could do the Cuba edition. Start in the 1950s as the world's top sugar producer. End up earning $25 a month and risking your life to put your children in rafts seeking freedom. Anyone remember Elion Gonz... Sorry, this, by the way, this is me talking. Ted didn't say this, but anyone remember Elian Gonzalez? <laughs> oh my gosh. And how the Democrats treated him. And now look how the, look at, just, they just shift whenever it's convenient. That's another story. Um, he, he said another one. We could do the East Germany edition. You build a wall across your living room, put all the food, technology, and prosperity on one side, erect massive guns on the wall, and shoot anybody who tries to get to the West. <laughs> <laughs> or we could do the university edition. You imagine a magic money tree. You give it everything or you give everything free to anybody who wants it. Nobody works, studies or innovates and everyone gets an A. Yeah, that's a problem, especially just like with socialism and everything. The incentives of innovation are gone. It's not good. And that, that has a lot to do with um, drug prices and um, all of that. But, um, you know. It is unfortunate, and there are probably ways that we could change how much um, uh, drug prices are and all of that. But it also really has led to a lot of things being fixed and cured because people who go to that much school, go through that much school and pay for that much school to be someone who's able to develop these um, medicines, they want to be able to make a living. And so they're not going to if, if they're... Uh, prices are so low and it, you know billions of dollars goes into the research and everything and so you you got to see that money come back and if if you were saying oh here cure cancer and then don't really make money off of all your hard work i mean who's gonna who's gonna do that i'm a really good person but men aren't angels who said that a founding father or milton friedman or both both great um <laughs> so yeah, men aren't angels, and uh, so no one's going to do try and uh, cure cancer for free and not be able to pay their own, you know, living bills and all that. So, But, again, there are ways that we could hopefully reduce prices and whatnot, but there still needs to be an incentive for people to create those things. So, uh, okay, yeah, that was a wrap on the Ted Cruz tweets. I love Ted Cruz. You go, Ted. You go, Ted. Okay, now I'm looking. I'm distracted by his Twitter. So, my the title of my uh, podcast, Don't Tread on Me. You know, the Don't Tread on Me flag, when I first, like, understood it and, and was learning about it, it meant so much to me because it was in the beginning of this sort of political awakening. And that's all it was. It was so simple. It's like, don't, don't. Don't tread on me. Otherwise, I'll bite you. Like, it's a snake, you know? And it doesn't bite unless provoked. And it, it's like, that's the same for, to me, right now, it is kind of the same with these big corporations like Facebook and whatnot and Google. And it's the same with the government, obviously, mostly the government. Just back off. Let me do my thing. <laughs> and, um, you know, these big corporations don't censor. Let Americans do their thing. Stop trying to play God. Stop trying to play president. You're not. You're turning into creepy dictators or like Google and, and places like that. Um, so, and that's a, a, an unfortunate thing about Occupy and the Tea Party movement. They, 
they could actually agree on on overreach and the cronyism of uh, corporations and the government being in bed together, but they they are both on just, you know, oh, no, the government, oh, no, corporations. Yeah, it's, it's both. They're in bed together. You can't have one without the other. So you could probably shake hands on a couple things there saying, okay, look, both are overreaching and they're doing it as teammates against the people. That seems like a problem for all of us that we could all agree on. I don't know why I got off on that tangent. So I'm finally going to talk about why I'm an expert travel agent. And I, okay, so I researched a honeymoon destination for months, you guys. I mean, I was up until like 4 a.m. some nights just like addicted to like cross searching with like Google Earth, speaking of Google, Google Earth, looking at these resorts and trying to look at rooms like in depth from, I, just, I went crazy. I don't know why, but my fiance and I had a few specific things that we wanted. And every time I, I would find like uh, most of the things, then, you know, the, the rest were off the list and then you'd have it the other way, like you'd find the rest and then at this other hotel, but then those other things weren't on it. So it was getting really frustrating. Um, but finally, finally we booked. Um, so I'm going to tell you, so I researched high and low, all of the Bahamas, all of Central America. First, first place we wanted to go was Panama, actually. We found a really cool resort there, um, but it turned out it was rainy season, <laughs> so that was crossed off the list. And then we were looking into Costa Rica and Belize, also rainy season. Yeah, so, but before I realized that, before I realized that, I was, like, deep into Instagram, uh, people who, like, travel to these hotels, like, looking at their Instagram, see, like, what kind of time they had, um, and so I know basically every resort in Costa Rica and Belize. Panama, I don't, because I only basically looked at one. So then I moved to the Caribbean. I was looking at the Bahamas. It's too touristy for me, but I was like, hey, you know, it is the honeymoon thing. Like, let's look at it, whatever. And so I was looking at the Bahamas and know every resort there now. It's ridiculous. Uh, and it just wasn't for me. And then I think also what there was something there was another problem with the Bahamas. I can't remember what. Um, but I was just like, no, it, it didn't have what we wanted. And so then I was looking at Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and islands I had never heard of. And I'm really good at geography now. <laughs> um but Puerto Rico obviously was damaged from the hurricane, so then we ran into that problem. And then, um, and obviously, I'm not looking at Cuba because we all know I would not go there. Um, um, and then I was looking at the Virgin Islands, and most of them were were hurt also by by the the hurricane. And then I was my dream is to go to St. Lucia, so we were really heavily looking into that, and we were we were like it's okay we, we'll splurge for this like it's fine but then we were both like oh my gosh from where we are it takes 36 hours to get there because there's like a 14 hour layover no matter what you do like it, it takes 36 hours to get there and I'm like I'm not wasting two whole days when we could fly a lot shorter to start spending our honeymoon right away like no that's stupid so we we were gonna then we weren't then we were gonna then we weren't it was just ridiculous then I was looking at Greece and uh, Italy and was almost gonna book in Greece actually but then the tickets were two thousand dollars and I'm like again we can spend a fourth of that way closer like let's just make the most of it because we're trying to go for kind of a long time well, we are going for a long time almost two weeks so I wanted to manage the money the best we could and then so Oh my gosh, there are some really cool resorts though in Greece. I'm sure some of you know. 
in Italy. Oh my gosh. Amazing. 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 Um, and then, okay. So looked over there. Where else? I have a list. It's actually embarrassing. Um, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, Belize, St. Lucia, Virgin Islands. Um, oh, Jamaica. Uh, 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 uh. So we were getting pretty set on Jamaica and I was like, I just, I, I never thought of, I'd want to go to Jamaica. I've not heard great things about it, but also it's just not, I don't know. It doesn't, not really for me. Um, and I just really hear bad things, but I do have a family friend who goes there every year. And so I was like, okay, let's consider it. <laughs> and so we we're really heavily looking into that. And then like every hotel, I was like, oh, nude beaches, this, this, and this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just, this is just not what I want at all. I want like a lush, hilly, uh, landscape, you know, like Mexico, but I didn't want to go to Mexico because I've been there so often and Playa del Carmen and everything. And so, um, but then I was getting desperate. So I started looking in Playa, Playa del Carmen and Cancun area, actually not really Cancun, but so I was looking at that and then come to find out, like I, we were like, okay, we're, we're going to go to Playa del Carmen. But then they have this huge seaweed problem right now where all this seaweed is coming up on the coast and stinking up everything. And all the tourists are like, what the heck? So then that was off the list. I was looking at every freaking area in Mexico. I was finding these really cool boutique hotels that take forever to get to. And it was just like crazy. And I read a review about this termite situation. And oh, my gosh. So, and I looked at Cozumel, but then the month we're going, it's horrible mosquitoes and my fiance, oh my gosh, maybe it's his Mexican blood, I don't know, but mosquitoes love him, that man cannot <laughs> last at all outside with mosquitoes going crazy. So, I was like, okay, that's not worth it. Then, okay, we were going to go to Dominican Republic, and he had been there, so I was like, well, I don't want to go somewhere you've been, but whatever. And so... We finally were like, no, it's fine. So I heavily, heavily, heavily researched and found really cool places. And then there was just this hotel that just kind of had it all. It had it all. Checked everything off the list. The only thing that was not on the list was being somewhere that he hadn't been. It was fine. Let's go anyway. The day I was going to like be like, yep, this is the one. The news article. I was literally on the site looking at this hotel. A news article comes up about that woman being beat in the basement of the hotel we were going to go to. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so then that was off the list. And everyone after that kept saying, oh, uh, you know, people died in Dominican this year and this year and everyone's dying. And I was like, oh my gosh, thankfully we dodged that bullet. So, and let's see if we, if, I, there, if there's anywhere that I missed. Um, okay. So drum roll for where we're going. You guys are gonna be like, seriously, all that for that. Oh, and Hawaii we didn't go to cause it's technically in the States and I'm really petty like that. I just want to get out of the States. I make no sense. It's fine. Okay. So drum roll. The place we are going is Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, <laughs> but I'm super excited. It's, it's a super cool city and, um, you know, it's the motherland for my fiance. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, no, I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. And, uh, I've never been to that side of Mexico, so I'm pumped. So, but yeah, I'm an expert travel agent. Like I know all the resorts, dreams, um, now, now, uh, what is it? Secrets, um, all these like big chains, Barcelo, uh, Iberostar, whatever it's called, Rio, I don't know. I know everything. I know too much. It's embarrassing, but I can help you search if you ever need help with uh, a vacation <laughs> south of us. Wow, I'm almost on 20 minutes again. I'm so proud. It's um, it's going to be a, a good weekend, so 
Actually, I might release this Monday or maybe, no, I'll probably release it on Saturday because it's Friday right now. I did two in one day. Um, love you all. I will talk to you later. This is Ellie May with Don't Tread on May. Have a good one. God bless you.